0: What's it like going from the stage to the television screen? How do I apply the craft to voiceover? What's it like juggling a family and a successful career? We've set out to find the answers to, and more. This is Call Time with Duke and Joe. Do you, uh, you study, you studied Shakespeare on, yes. on its own. You mentioned doing some, some Shakespearean plays. Um, yes. I think a, a, a lot of young actors today, I don't think realize the importance of what that is and how it translates in what we do today. Uh, what, what are your ideas on that?
1: Well, I think it's, well, I studied at the Academy and then I went to the British American Drama Academy in England and then I worked with Will and & Company and with um, Oh, well, you've a lot of Shakespeare. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah, you did a lot of Shakespeare. And then that. the Independent the Shakespeare me. Company, um, uh, my my brain. My husband worked with Bill Gear, Theatricum. Um, so we, it's just you're working on some of the best writing, and some of the best poetry and the way that the stories have been told and they're timeless and um, you know, like I said, even Succession is this Shakespearean story, Mm of you know, the kids trying to usurp the throne, basically. But also, going back to research and really understanding dialogue and what what the words mean and the meter of things and like an Aaron Sorkin you know the West Wing or something, and the way that people speak, and what it, how the words come together, and why, what each word means. You have to look up. I mean, I have to look up pretty much every word in a Shakespeare. Mm. I have to look it all up. I have to know exactly what you're saying because it's it's written kind of in a foreign language. It's not, but how do you communicate? You how do you communicate if <laughs> you don't know what you're saying exactly? <laughs> okay. So and he had a purpose for everything he did. Yeah, absolutely, and why it's in this meter and why it's been written this way and when there's an extra syllable, what that means mm-hmm. and what that tells you. And so just understanding how to look at text in that way, such difficult text, that is good. Um, it makes you understand how to dive into text that maybe's not so good, but just that you have to look at it like a puzzle, almost, right. to figure it out, and then you're, it like opens it and reveals itself to you. But I look at you know every word on the page and the white space in between the words, you know. <laughs>
0: because the white space means something. Yeah.
1: It yeah you know, that that
0: part you get to fill in. Exactly. So uh, auditioning.
1: Oh, Ooh. my favorite! <laughs> the, I love auditioning. Bane
0: of every actor's existence.
1: I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, it was so convincing. What, yeah. what, what do you do to book the room, or or w- this case nowadays? What do you do to To make sure you read. I
1: I mean, so I do all the work that we just talked about, and then I dress the part. I think about all, I mean, I think about little details. I remember I read for a lot of reporters. I do a lot of, you know, Mm -hmm. good with language, you know, all that Shakespeare, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, especially coming up when you're just trying to get little parts to build your resume and being a woman of color, those kind of roles, they would sort of allow anyone to play. It's just like who can handle the language. And so I played a lot of reporters in my day, even lab rats. She was a, a terrible, right, right. she was a terrible reporter, but she was a reporter. And so something like that, I'll show up to an when we would go to auditions in rooms. I would show up to an audition, and the waiting room would be full of these girls with like suits on, with shoulder pads, like from the 80s, like Barbara Walters or something, and like a full suit and a blouse and a thing, and I'm looking around these women and I'm just like, have you watched the news in the last five years? Like, that's not what they wear. Mm -hmm. You know, look at Fox News, and these girls are wearing bright dresses with push-up bras, you know what I mean? Like, that's not the look of it. So things like that, for instance, I really wanna know and dress exactly the part, or dress in a way that makes me feel that way. So that's a booking the room kind of thing where, they don't have to use their imagination too much. They can see me in the role. So there's a lot of that. There's just respect for their time and my time and being prepared and um, being someone that that they might want to work with. I think a lot of that is just, because at the end of the day, especially at the end when you're only up against four or five people, you can all do the job. Mm -hmm. You're all qualified and can do it. Um, And so it's a matter of who do they want to work with. Yeah. So a little bit of it, it's just that, like, hey, I'm, I'm good on set. I'm, I'm cool and chill, and we'll hang out and we'll have a good time in between. And, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also gonna do a good job for you. You're not gonna wish you hadn't, you know, you would hire. You're not. What's that, what I'm saying? You're not gonna wish you had not hired, hired me. Yes, I, there it is. What is it? What? It's probably an extra <laughs> syllable on this one, right? <laughs> it means I'm confused. We it get a it. Well. We get it. We're, we're so with We're so with You're not gonna wish. Well, I can't.
0: Well, yeah. and so much time on set is spent, <laughs> the actual doing of the acting on the, you know, on the camera is such a small part of yeah, being the on day, set. The
1: days are long. The weeks are long. On a Friday, when you're going into 4 a.m., the Friday they call it, a Friday into Saturday, you got to... And then it's your close up and then it's your coverage and you, you better be ready. Not puffy. Yeah, don't,
0: don't be puffy. Don't, don't be puffy. Well there's
1: a team of people to help you with that part, but your mind has to work too and your right. and your rapport. I, I think that that's important. And so.
0: we've talked a lot about working. What about oh, I hate this word. What about the rejection?
1: I mean, I I don't get more jobs than I get, so So how
0: get, do you how do you deal with it when you don't get one? When you when you something some, you really want?
1: I mean some of them Hurt like you wouldn't believe. I mean, some of them you just—they're just—you're just devastated, and you're not going to be okay until you get your next audition. Right, right. Um, some huge ones, like if I'm testing for a really big project that could be life-changing or some—you know—financially uh, life-changing. Right. Those ones um, sometimes are hit really hard. But I audition a lot, so I do commercials. I do voiceover. I, you know, i i i am not at that offer-only point, so I'm mm. always putting myself out there. And it does get a little bit easier to just kind of roll off your back. And now at this point, I'm like, well, another one will come. Obviously, that wasn't my part. Someone else got it. It's their part. It wasn't meant for me. And then my career has shown me that, oh, if I did get that job, I wouldn't have gotten this job and this job. And these two jobs added up to these friendships or this experience and wow I can't believe I laid in bed crying for that one you know for a weekend you give yourself some time you yeah. You know order a pizza drink Own a bottle it. of wine and, Own it
0: a little bit. and move on you know and then
1: and then help someone else I think I was teaching and coaching and run my friends auditions for them all the time so a lot of times when you're not feeling your best about your career you're acting it's nice to Help somebody with theirs.
0: Right, and you brought up voice work, and you did some voice work for some pretty big video games, like yeah. Old Republic, Star Wars: The Old Republic, yeah. and Shell Shock. And so, how did you get into that, and then
1: take us into that world? So that I've was. I played all of
0: them, by the way. Oh, just, just so okay. Know. Well, good. Just, thank, thank, you. You. Um, thank
1: you. I I was with. I am still with SBV Talent. That's my commercial and voiceover agents. I've been with them since I graduated. I've been with them since 1999. So I've been with them for 21 years. Maybe 22, because I think you have to count 2,000, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was with them commercially for maybe five years, and we'd go into the office and chit chat and get them to know you. You know, you kind of have to know your team. They have to know you. You've got to send texts and send little cute emails and show up to the office with cookies and all those things that you do to just get people to know you, so that they think of you when something happens. And they just liked my voice, and they were like, "Have you ever thought about doing voiceover?" And I was like, "No, what's that?" And so they gave me you know, a couple of chances at auditions and I booked a couple just randomly, little commercials like Corn Pops or something like that. And got to the point where I was like the voice of ABC Family, which is now Freeform. So I was able to do these cool jobs and then I'm like, maybe I should take a class and actually kind of learn what I'm doing. So I took some classes and, and you just sort of do it. And I got a mic at home and you you do it. Now there's all these podcasts and mm-hmm. stories. I just had one drop yesterday that was like this Series and I didn't even know that you could do that and you over zoom looking at the other actor mm-hmm. and they're recording it And then they add all this sound in later, and it's this full story like an old radio show oh, You know oh, wow. yeah. and so you just don't and look at you guys. This is mm-hmm. we're we're make doing your, it, you know Make your own, Take own this show on the road boys. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> exactly, that's
0: exactly We're in this time. You just got to make your own opportunities and go out there and then do whatever you can And It seems like you kind of found you yeah, a little you know bit.
1: I mean, I, I think so, or you're just sort of creating opportunities by the world that you're in. I'm, I always surround myself with actors and creative people. I was a part of many different small theater companies just to, especially in those lean years when you don't have much to do. I did the Young Playwrights Festival with the Blank Theater for 10 years. I mean, and that's just like a show in a box. You get two weeks to put up a show. Right, right, and here you right. go, you know that a teenager wrote, so it's not um, always the best material, it's just get up there and do it and make the most out of it. But it prepares you for when you're on some job and have to do There's times that I've been on a set that I'm like, oh man, you guys are glad you have me, because this is difficult. Mm-hmm. This is, this Where you're like, I'm using all the skills that I learned at right. the academy right. and in the 20 yeah, years yeah. since for this AT&T commercial that there is a crowd and they're losing the light and we need you to say this thing and hit this mark and move on this line and do this all at once. And they don't
0: have time for you to be learning as you're going. No, nor
1: do they have time for me to have anxiety and I need a moment. And no, they need me to use all the skills that I've had and have and that's what they're paying me to do so yeah. there's times that i'm like oh i'm glad that i've worked as hard as i have for the last 25 years if you count high school which i, I you picked that things along the way absolutely i love the
0: fact that you say uh that you go in there, to take, take it back to you go into your agent's office, you make yourself known, you bring cookies, you, you schmooze, you get up there, do all that stuff yeah. right there. Uh, I'm, I'm a big proponent, and I tell my students this all the time, if I don't know your name, that's your fault.
1: That's exactly what my agent that said. That is your fault. That's exactly, my agent, Pam Sparks, she now retired at SBV, my commercial agent, I was just like, well, I just feel like you don't really know me, and you're not sending me out for the right kind of things, and I, she said, That's your fault. She said the same exact thing. That's, that's, that's what
0: you, you told me. You know, you didn't remember my name one time. Like, that's unacceptable. <laughs> and you're like, that's your fault. And now look where we are. <laughs> well, where we are now. You can't get rid of it. So, not, yeah. so and and you worked consistently on shows like Criminal Minds, ER, and Cast and all this. But, then you got lab rats. Top not shows. Right. Great shows. And, and but but lab rats. You think that was kind of your big break,
1: your That yes. Your that break? was the first chance and I that I got from going to there were workshops. You'd go to workshops, you'd pay twenty five bucks to go workshop a scene and meet a casting director. Um, or they'd do these panels of casting directors and you could go I mean I was doing absolutely everything I could to get my career off the ground and you get a better agent or to get a co-star here and there all those you know, ER and all those things, little jobs to get another little job, to keep in touch with casting, send thank you notes, all the things and so Lab Rats was a casting director, Howard Meltzer and I would go to his workshops, I'd go to his things and then he'd give me an audition for Hannah Montana or an audition for Shake It Up and my first guest star audition, you know, which is a little bit bigger of a role and all these things and then he said when Lab Rats, he'd known me Got to know me through doing well at auditions, making him look good, not getting all those parts, but doing well, not embarrassing him. They're they're banking on you. Come, they you know casting is rooting for you. They want you right. to do well, and they want to be known as the people that bring in good actors to their producers. And so I, you know, did well, and then I remember going to another workshop of his maybe six months later, and he's like, Angel, I know you, what are you doing here? Like, mm. you're already in my files, and I'm just like, well, I s- still want to yeah, read forever. Yes, you know, and then he called me in for lab rats, and I was up against some actresses that I recognized, and was sort of the underdog, and, and got that. So yes, that was the, one. and I was 30 at that time, and that was at the point where I was about to quit, because I was just like, okay, I've given this a decade. I I gotta be successful, like I can't just be struggling the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's time for me to go back to school or do something different. Um, And that came through kind of in the nick of time and I had so much fun and we did that for almost five years and I got to know people and then that was when people say, oh, how are you going to transition out of a kids show to go into uh, mainstream TV and was lucky enough to get um, People versus O.J. Watch me. Watch, yeah. Yeah, watch that, me do it. I was that like, was well, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sure it's difficult because it sounds like it's difficult, but I'm I, just going to do
0: it. You know, so you, you went to to the American crime story, People versus O.J. Yes, and that was going to be my next, my next topic. Yes. And, and so,
1: so casting for that, I met from the Blank Theatre Company, from the Young Playwrights Festival. So all those days in the little black box theater, From all those, so years, before. All those years before all right. they knew me as well. And so I got called in to, do, to read a small part of this real person, but I did tons of research in the two days for reading this small part and then auditioned, they taped it. I went into the room, but they taped it and then maybe six months later heard that I got it. It was a long process. Well, so you had to like, forget about it. Oh, totally Just forgot about airlines. it. I remember because I was in a casting office, 200 South Cabrera, commercial casting, sitting there and had a season, had been auditioning for things, was coming off of Rats. was trying to get another show, trying to get any show. It didn't matter, you know? I'm <laughs> <Just> not picking <laughs> about the show that I get <laughs> At that point. And I uh, remember them saying, you bu- you got it, you booked it. And I was like, what What did I book? Like no idea <laughs> what they were going to, and they said, no, the, the crime, American Crime Story. And I was like, Uh, maybe it had been four months, but it had been enough time that I did not, not remember, but was like, oh, oh, (laughs) wow, okay, and then that job, because it was such a great project with so many good people, um, and it was a long project, it took us seven months to film that, so I was there every day, and I got to know them and watch them and watch Sarah Paulson work and become friends with all these stars. So did you guys know you
0: graduated from the same school? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, there's a lot of alum on that show. Yes. You know,
1: Chris Bauer. Yes. Uh, yeah. Sir Yeah. No, you knew that, but just to, to to be in a room with people that are at the top of their game and and everyone took that their role very seriously and did just as much research. We all knew. Everyone was nervous. Nathan Lane sitting there like, oh, well, I hope that's good, you know. <laughs> um, and so, and I don't know if he actually said that, but you know what I mean. Just everyone was nervous. Everyone was. I want to be good. Every actor actually feels that way, which is awesome. so funny. You get on a set, and with the biggest selection, you know, working with John Lithgow playing a reporter, right. and he's like, I, I think that was a good take. I think that was good, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yes. Well, Paul about I that. I think that was good. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, every, Mr. Lithgow. That was yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Paul yeah, never yeah, talked yeah. about that all the time. Everybody
1: wants yeah. to be good, and, and mm-hmm. you do all your stuff. <clears> no, nobody wants to be a terrible actor. That's not why you get into it. Mm-hmm.
0: So, no, Who were who you? Uh, Kind of nervous, the most nervous to work with to have a seen. Because you're in a lot of the scenes.
1: John Travolta. Right. That's a that's a he was big really star. <laughs> that's a big star, um, mm-hmm. and he's just as lovely as you would hope he would be, and 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 just so lovely. And um, so that one where you. What just a like, lovely
0: role he did. He did such a great uh, job. He was in fantastic. People
1: like, oh, he's kind of over the top, or he did this, or he had the orange face, and I'm like, you know, for a certain scene when he came back from Hawaii, and I'm like. Go watch the real Shapiro mm-hmm. and Shapiro, and yeah. then and then tell me mm-hmm. that John Travolta didn't nail that part, but he was just lovable. But then other the other people like David Schwimmer I became friends with and and okay. uh, Sterling K. Brown, I'm still friends and he's with. And he really surprised me that too. It, yeah, no, funny. no, no. That was a wonderful cast. We all got along really, really well. And they took us under their wing. Me and Dale, we were the two young lawyers on the on the the dream team and the the, the most inexperienced compared to everyone else, and they just took us under their wing and they were They just made us feel like we were part of the gang and taught us, showed us how it's done. It's really what it is. They showed us how it's done. So being in a room like that, being so nervous those first month or two, and then relaxing and then hanging out and then being like, oh, they messed up and they just take it back. And oh, that person hits their mark and then they take it back. Or that person's like, was that good? And then (laughs) we, you know, and we, and we all do this together. And when we all are doing it at the same time, we're, we're making something. We're creating something really special. And, And
0: I've been watching OJ, the... People versus O.J. This past couple of weekend, I I'm just going to say, well, you don't have a lot of lines. I'm always looking at you, watching you, and you just you're there in the moment. Thank you. Always, and yeah. you always got something to say with your face oh, thank to what's you. going on. If you look even deeper,
1: great. the people in the back, the background, everybody, everybody, it's everybody such an index everyone was really committed. So. But that was just really kind. Brian Murphy and the editors, they, they gave me a little more screen time. and mm. I, I had more lines that were cut, but it's okay. <laughs> I had scenes. But, um, but to be a part of that was just, it was life-changing, and then from that, so many doors opened and I was able to get a better agent and um, and, be, and, and be taken a little more seriously. Right. It became a little bit easier.